This is a part of the Aggie Radio Show Network. Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Being an adult is hard enough. What with all the decisions we got to make, major, job, partner, what we even want to do with our lives, I help you figure out exactly what you want here on the podcast, how to overcome the hurdles in the way, your own self-doubt, and how to keep life spicy, and how to just feel good about the life that you're living. Because the secret is, you aren't alone. I've been there. It's totally relatable. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of Relatable Thoughts. This is episode 48, and I'm excited. I think it'll be good. Um, I'm getting the hang of this podcasting thing, I feel like, and welcome to anybody who's new, and uh, I mean, we love having you be part of the family, be part of the community, and yeah, we just want to hear, I won't, well, when I say we, I'm talking about I, I, sometimes I get in that habit of saying we a lot because kind of as a mathematician and physics major, like when I'm writing like proofs and questions and stuff, I'm like, we want to prove that this is this. Consider that if we do, and (laughs) I love talking like that sometimes still. And so uh, sometimes when I say we, I mean I, and when I say I'm in we, and I mean, I even got, (laughs) when I was doing a science project, this is a funny story, not at all related, I think. When I was doing um, a science project in like the fifth grade or whatever, like, that one of the judges was like, you keep saying we a lot. Like, did you do this? Or like, was there anyone else, like your mom that helped you? And I'll be honest, my mom helped me a lot. I feel like that happened with a lot of us and science fair projects and stuff. But like, I still was saying we a lot. I'm just like, well, I feel like it's just because I'm saying it a lot. But I mean, honestly, she did help. But I was just like, no, 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 no. Like, I just, I just keep messing up. I'm a kid. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, not at all related. I would love to hear from you guys is what I mean. I would love to hear inspiration. Like, what is the next podcast episode going to be about? What are you looking for? What are you struggling with? Because I'm just putting podcast episodes out, what I think is a good idea. And I truly feel like it's helping, but I don't know. And so I'd like kind of your opinion. I'd like your review. Um, So actually, I think what I'm going to do, I just came up with this idea, is I'm going to put a link in my Instagram account, at Caleb the College Coach. If you're not following that already, go follow that immediately. I think it'd be great. And I'm going to put like a little survey questionnaire about like, hey, like, what do you like about the podcast? What do you want to hear next? So then I can keep repeating and doing things that you love. And yeah. And if you could leave a review, that's also a great way for me to know. Even if it's a bad review, I'd love to hear a review. Like just reviews in general. I want them. Anyway, so today on the podcast, we are talking about social media. And that's kind of an interesting topic. It, it came up from this idea, well, so I was having a conversation with someone. Actually, it's a podcast episode, and it's kind of a super secret, and I'm, or at least I'm keeping it secret, so I won't explain who it is, but eventually you'll find out, because I think it's a pretty big deal. Um, but in our conversation, the topic of social media came up, because she was like, yeah, I was actually talking to some college students and they brought up this idea of like social anxiety is very prevalent after like during this time of COVID because we feel like we don't know how to interact with people. And she was like asking my opinion about like, what do you, what do I say about that? And I thought it was really interesting because, you know, first off, I wasn't prepared at all to talk about that topic, but I had had my own experiences first off, just being a college student in college society, whatever, and being a young adult, being a Gen Z kid, I don't know how to describe it, 
but being subject to one of the greatest things that I feel like is only accelerating and contributing to our social anxiety, which was social media. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, first off, I want to clarify, social media is not good or bad. It's a circumstance. It's just a thing that exists in the world. It can be used for good or bad in whatever your opinion is. Like we talked about in last episode, your logic is your own. Your thoughts are your own. Your opinions are your own. So whatever you believe is what you believe. It's not the truth. I mean, I still believe there is absolute truth out there and there are things that are going to help us you know, feel more connected, feel more, you know, in grounded with like the reality around us, with the universe, with God, if you believe in God, like there are those truths available. Yet we are all going through this experience together. We are all understanding and discovering what that truth is to us through our own lenses, through our own experiences. That means we get to decide whether a thing is quote unquote good or not in our opinion. Yet the thing by itself cannot be labeled good or bad. Even, I mean, you probably already understand this to a degree. Even if you think, you know, social media is bad, you're probably like, well, there are some good things for it. Or even if you think it's good, you're like, well, there are probably some bad things with this. This is with any argument that has at least two sides, (laughs) basically. But anyway, I am just curious and want to talk about and focus on social media when it comes to our consumption and what we're basically taking in. So I posted like this week about like what are the stories that we're in taking in and what I really wanted to emphasize in that point and I'll reiterate it here is that while we are in charge of our thoughts, of our mindset, of what happens in our mind and what our feelings are and our choices and everything, we are also responsible for the environments in which we put ourselves because we also have what we would call a subconscious. We are constantly receiving stimulus, even if we're consciously thinking something. As I drive down the street, my subconscious is picking up things like, oh my gosh, like, I always use Doritos as an example. I mean, I don't even like Doritos that much, but I just, you know, see a billboard. Then you don't see a billboard for Doritos anymore, but you might see a grocery store. You might see an advertisement or you're on your phone and you see something about like, I don't know, jeans or exercise shorts or like glasses. And you're like, oh, that's cool. That person looks cool. And so it's these sorts of subconscious influences that are constantly around us, depending on the environment that we choose. And that environment, especially in social media, is actually conditioned for us, basically, based on what our desires are. Because, you know, social media is able to sell that information to companies and companies are able to know what, you know, advertisements and blah, 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 blah. I mean, we're all kind of aware of this. If you're not, there are plenty of things that can explain it to you on the Internet, for example. And I'm sure if you look that up or if you listen to this podcast, certain advertisements might actually even come up for certain things. I love testing out like. Oh, there was a funny like TikTok I was watching the other day about like how does like Alexa or Google know I'm like can speak Spanish basically because like they're listening. He was like talking in Spanish probably at home. And so then a, a Spanish commercial came on like his social media feed and he was just like, how do they know that? Like you can't just like give a Spanish commercial to anybody because like for me, like I wouldn't understand that. But they know that I don't speak Spanish because I don't speak Spanish because they can hear that anyway. It's just kind of a funny example. But what I'm trying 
to emphasize, let's take this, for example, when it comes to the subconscious influence. Let's say there's an advertisement for, I'm not going to say a company, but let's say like for like um, some kind of gym membership or some like gym clothes. This is a really like, I just understand this example and I'll probably come up with some more, but it just like seems clear cut and dry. You see this and you're like, oh, like there's just, you know, people wearing these clothes and they look really good. You know, they're all like, you know, probably fit and tailored, you know, they're not, you know, if they're like if they were taking pictures of my legs, the hair would all be staticky. There'd be scratches and marks and dry spots and wouldn't look very pretty, I'd imagine. Yet, you know, these models are like all conditioned. It looks nice and smooth. The pants look great. It's all about the lighting. Like, of course, they're in fit condition. And what is the subconscious influence that we can get from this? Well, it's up to us in terms of our opinion, because if we obviously are aware and understand that, you know, that's influencing us in that way or understand that, like, this is actually happening to us, it might not have as much a grip on our reality. But what it's saying to me is that, oh, that person looks cool and he's fit. Maybe I should be fit. Maybe I need to be better in that. Maybe I'm not enough. Maybe my body doesn't look like the way it should. Those guys look different. And maybe if I buy these shorts, that it'll be able to look like this, basically. Now, it's very basic. And we're like, uh, duh, like, I understand this. Or like, uh, duh, like, who could be, like, so subject to this? Well, we all are. Just be honest. We all are subject to this because we're not thinking like that. That is happening in milliseconds. That kind, Those kinds of connections are just happening. Why? Because we have human brains. Advertisements, social media, all these companies understand that we have human brains and have studied enough to know how can we use that to our advantage. How can we manipulate the subconscious in order to carry understanding, meaning, and it seems like we are coming up with the idea. Because we are, we ultimately are always coming up with the idea, but I will not deny that your environment will influence you. And like, I love to say, um, you know, like, let's say, like, I don't know, your goal is, like, I want to be, like, healthy and I want to eat more green foods and, like, and not as much fried foods. I don't know. They don't have to be these examples because I always want to emphasize that, like, you, you know, you don't have to change anything about yourself. You don't have to like change your lifestyle you get to love who you are basically but a lot of you might want you know something different still even when you love yourself which is great because that's when change comes is when you come to love yourself and recognize you don't need to change is when the most change happens i always want to emphasize this when i talk about anything with exercising diet um your lifestyle, body image, all these things, it is your choice. It is your life. You get to decide. And no one should shame you otherwise. But I love these examples because there are a lot of you that might be like, well, I I want to eat healthier because maybe I want to feel better. Maybe it doesn't feel good, as Nate Bargatze says, to eat a whole bag of Sour Patch Kids right before bed and then I can't go to sleep. (laughs) Something along those lines. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to eat right. Great. But what if you have this plan to eat right, yet you spend all your time in like a donut factory where, or just a donut shop? That's like where you work. That's where you live. Like how hard is it going to be to exercise your quote unquote willpower because your subconscious, your muffin head is like craving, craving, craving. I want that. I want that. I want that. 
it's going to make us feel good. We can stop avoiding this pain. I like pleasure. Da, 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 da. Like, <laughs> it's going to be firing on all cylinders. Like, I mean, and that might not be true for donuts for you. It would probably be for me. I mean, maybe not donuts. If it was ice cream, easy. Give up. Done. For a lot of you, it might be like soda or like Diet Coke. I don't know. I'm None of you are like 40, so probably not Diet Coke. <laughs> That's just the one that comes to my mind because... Uh, you know, I associate with like my, my parents and stuff. Nothing against you, mom and dad, but it's just it's just funny. And like there's those memes out there that are like, yeah, like, you know, like <laughs> what is it? Like uh studies show that like life without caffeine, like for sixty percent of people is like meaningless. <laughs> so it's just like it's supposed to be like, oh, without caffeine it's healthy, but a lot of they just twist it by saying like it's terrible. Like, why would you live without it? What I'm trying to say is that it doesn't have to be food for you. It doesn't have to be like body image. It can be anything that you are being influenced by. And it's coming from your environment. So like take like, I don't know, like just take your social media feed. What are the people that you're seeing on there? Are they your friends? Are they your family? Are they just a bunch of influencers? Like, I mean, that part doesn't even really matter. But what is the content that you are always consuming? Are you consuming content that's like purely just like funny making fun of the world and stuff well subconsciously you might be like prone to then to make fun of the world or just say that's the way it is i i kind of see that a lot in kind of our humor and culture which honestly it's hilarious and i think it's wonderful in terms of moderation but to an extent what how are those ideas being then implanted in our brain and we attribute that to ourselves and just saying yeah it's just a fact like the world sucks like things are negative things are the worst that they've ever been um, like I love, I'm using a lot of social media examples, um, credits to all the people that know these things and, or create this stuff. But, um, there's this guy that was like, man, like, I just wish I could go back to the sixties or I wish I could go back to the twenties. Like life was so much better. And then they point out how ridiculous that assertion is. And that's, this is only based on thoughts, but it was like, for example, just like the a segregation being a thing still, um or just like war plague certain medicines not being available like man i just wish i could go back to this time it's like really you really wish you could go back to that time well this is what it would be like basically we i mean we just have that idealistic image and that's because i mean with anything basically we're always going to believe that something is better somewhere else so there's good reasons for us coming up with this idea that like the world right now is the worst it's ever been but just as equally possible maybe it's the best it's ever been Maybe the world is exactly like amazing and wonderful and the best it's ever been. I'm able to transmit my voice to you right now in the universe. You could be listening to this the day I publish it or 40 years in the future, assuming our technology still works in then and my voice is still here, basically. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that the argument can be made on both sides. It all depends on the stories and social media that you are consuming. And I mean, it doesn't have to be social media. I'm just highlighting it because it's... For me, social media is the concentrated story and influence in our lives. It's this concentrated, what I would call connection to everything and anything happening around us where we are aware of what's going on across the world. We are aware of what's going on in the personal lives of our friends and family that aren't even nearby, which on one hand is wonderful, good, but on the other hand can be bad in that we can use it as comparison against ourselves. We can use it to tell inaccurate stories or things that we don't want to actually believe about the world or we think it's just the truth when in reality it's just an opinion or especially 
it can drive us to think that the connection of those that are not on social media with our friends and family or just random people on the street that we meet is less than. What I mean by this is connection ultimately is a feeling. Feelings are created by thoughts, as we've already established. And so that's why when you have thoughts about a person, like an easy example is like, let's say you have a crush on someone, you have a connection with that person, but that other person might not know anything about you and might think you're a total stranger because in reality, you might not have established actually like effort, actions and stuff, but in your mind, you have created connection and feeling and like potentially love for this person while the other person you know, you're not even in their mind, even though you might think that they are. Um, <laughs> so like one, one, and it's the same in relationships. Like one person might feel in the relationship, like I'm super invested while the other person's like, I don't know, like, I don't know where things are. And it's really easy to be conflicted and be confused. Like, why do we have differing versions of connection? It's because we are the ones creating it. It's not other people. It's not the fact that we together are creating it. It's only being created in my mind. But Again, it's influenced by our interactions with these people, by the environment that we're surrounded by. So I have an uncle and he specializes in like with addiction and stuff, helping people um, work through drug addiction, I think specifically. And he always talks about like the opposite of addiction is connection, which is this really interesting concept because he's just saying that like what affects us the most in the world is the connections that we have when we put ourselves and we're open and we're vulnerable and then we get hurt we want to cover up that feeling that discomfort and so we turn to things like tv food and uh, i mean youtube social media or even stronger things like pornography and um drugs and drinking and whatnot and so because as humans we all desire connection but sometimes we are driven from connection around us to what I would call false connection or this kind of false pleasure that's associated with social media because these things are being associated, created in our mind, but it's this accelerated, um, strengthened, artificially created connection because it's happening on our phones. And not to say that it's happening, like not to say that this is a bad thing, but just to make you aware that it's not real it's being created by your mind and so when you actually go and associate with people you might think that those connections are in fact quite boring because they're not they don't have music associated with it they're not always funny all the time when you're just scrolling through reels and you're laughing or maybe just giving you know <laughs> little chuckles or whatever like it's not the same as when you're having a conversation about hey like what's homework and small talk and blah, 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 blah. and you're like i just wish i could get out of this conversation so i could go watch some youtube and I can go watch this thing, like for me, as I've noticed in my life, as I've noticed in my life and how social media has affected me, that has been the biggest thing is that I've started to notice that I desire to be on my phone and connected in that aspect because the things around me aren't as interesting. The things around me become boring and I don't want to feel bored. I want to feel entertained and pleased all the time. I mean, I'm in no place really to lecture or tell people what to do. This is just what I've observed in others and especially in myself. And I also know that human beings, we just desire connection. It's an absolutely important, wonderful thing that we want. Yet again, moderation in all things. There are moments when we're supposed to feel lonely. There are moments when we're supposed to feel bored 
There are moments when we're supposed to feel, you know, maybe sad and disconnected even. We don't always have to feel plugged in to, you know, for example, our devices, that world of connection that's available. We can just simply wait and be patient and kind of sit in these feelings so that the other connections that we actually have around us with friends and family become more valuable and appreciated and loved. But in the end, you get to decide. You get to decide what is the truth for you when it comes to your consumption. And I mean, I'm talking about consumption in general, but specifically here, social media. When it comes to your social media use, I'm not going to tell you what is right or wrong because I don't know that. I only know what's right or wrong for me. And even then, I still, quote unquote, mess up. It's not even really messing up. It's more like I just don't honor the desire that I truly have because, you know, I give into the excuses of my brain or I'm just like, I'm bored. Got to turn on social media, basically. And so really the question to ask yourself when considering, you know, is this a good thing or not for me right now? Or how do things do things need to change? Am I truly in what I would call moderation? Or am I kind of, quote unquote, plugged in too much and not appreciating the world and other connections potentially available? Or am I depriving myself of negative emotion because I just want to feel, you know, constantly connected? The questions to ask yourself are, do you truly feel connected does that feeling last like when you're watching social media and you like take a break and stuff or you're done with it and you go to bed and stuff like do you really keep that connection does it last or are you truly using it for the intent and purpose that you desire it basically why are you posting why are you connecting on social media why are you turning your phone on and going through it at that moment Because again, what we give our attention to is ultimately what we are always connected to. And so the more we give attention to social media, the less we are connected with the world and the possibilities around us. I mean, I just see this in terms of like, even when you put your headphones in, like you are choosing to connect and give attention to that world rather than the world around you. And that's totally fine because there are moments when we really want to focus and there are moments, you know, where we don't want to talk to people. And I'll be honest, that's totally okay with being a human. But if the thing that you want the most is to be connected, is to be social, is to meet people, is to kind of feel that love and that love and that energy that comes from being open, being vulnerable, being seen, being heard by other people, showing up for yourself in those kinds of situations. If that is what you want, then you might want to consider where your connections are, how you might want to quote-unquote unplug, basically, and what sources are you ultimately consuming information from. Guys, I love you. I think you're amazing. I don't even know probably half of you really, but like all I can say for my life specifically and the things that I've observed is that it's really easy for me to give into things like social media or even pornography in the past of just like, and and being thinking that's true, thinking that's real, even though when it's so concentrated and it's just, you know, it's kind of messing with the desires that we have, filling it to the max and thinking that is always the standard, when in reality, that's not real. 
reality is what is around us. It's not what's, I mean, obviously our phones are real. Like those other situations are quote unquote real, but they don't last. It's temporary. It's just a little buzz. It's a little kick. And then it goes away because it's such a big spike. Then we feel deprived in the end. When in reality, life is 50-50. We're, we're always going to feel bored. We're always going to feel up and down. It's going to be a little bit of a roller coaster at the same time. But what I want to say is that connection is truly possible. You can feel loved and fulfilled. All those desirable feelings, confident, enjoying life. You can feel all that and it's available. It's not in your phone. It's not in you know, food, it's not an addiction, it's not in pornography, it's not in any of these things. It's in yourself. So it's not even in technically the friends and relationships you have, but it's in your mind. It's in your thoughts. Your thoughts create the relationships you have with people. And the more time you spend with them, the more you're going to think that. Those connections, that love, that possibility. And yes, the world is sometimes scary, but it is also sometimes wonderful and absolutely amazing basically i want to go out there and i want to experience it more and it's not going to be on my phone necessarily half the time it will you know like i'll be honest like i love it sometimes there's great things on there great humor great inspiration i'm on social media i mean i post stuff all the time because i want to kind of change the way that people consume content basically that's my intention but sometimes i stray from that intention it is okay it is okay to make what you think is a mistake, basically. It is okay wherever you are in your life. It's just this awareness is what I want to offer to you, that there might be more to the life experience that you currently are living, basically. Or maybe you want something different when it comes to how you use social media. That is all. That is all I want to basically tell you, basically. Just think, is there anything different that you want? And if there is something different and you don't know where to start, like, you know, first off, you can sign up with a coaching session for me, but I would also just advise you to start small. Just start with subtle changes and see if you like it and see if you don't. That's it. Okay, guys, I love you. I appreciate you for listening. Thank you for giving me your time, as always. Hope you got something out of this. Um, I, As you noticed, there were two episodes um, this week, potentially. Maybe you noticed that. I am trying to finish by February 23rd, I think, is the day because um, that was when my first episode was released last year. It's almost been a whole year. And so I'm, in order to make up for it, because I missed a couple weeks, is I'm releasing probably two episodes for the next two weeks. Stay tuned. Hope this is helping. And I hope you have an awesome week. Go out there and go connect. If you're struggling with anxiety, need help making a decision, or just want to feel better about something, coaching with me is the answer. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to talk with you. This week's episode was sponsored by social media. Honestly, I'm grateful for it. It helps me spread my message. It's an awesome tool. It depends on how we use it. And special shout out to Liv Tally, one of my new coaches that I'm working with for teaching me about vulnerability and connection. Thank you so much. And to everyone, keep it spicy.